0: Welcome to the Resilient and Inspired podcast with Liz Lockwood. We are all about getting out of the box and what to do after the light bulb moment. For more information about this episode or past episodes, visit www.lizlockwood.net. Let's dive into the show. Hello, everybody. I am back. It seems like it's been forever since I've recorded a podcast. Um, In reality, it's probably been a month, a month and a half before I've been uh, recording. But that can be a lifetime. (laughs) So I'm back. It's the end of January when I'm recording this. And um, I'm happy to be back in a lot of ways. And I'm very happy to be recording a podcast because that is one of my faves. Right now, it's snowing. Um this is actually take two of the podcast because I recorded, (laughs) I recorded something this morning and I realized afterwards that it was me kind of spewing my own thoughts and, um, it didn't really make sense. So I don't usually, in fact, I'm not quite sure if I've ever re-recorded a podcast, but this one just felt right to re-record. So, I'm here. I'm sharing my story the past few weeks. um, If you follow me closely, you know that I haven't been around. There hasn't been a podcast in a few weeks. And um, yeah, I had been looking forward to coming into the new year and sharing good news. And unfortunately, I'm sharing some not so good news. But I want to talk about loss and grief and um, making your way through as a woman and as a businesswoman. And how that looks and how that works and how I'm kind of finding my way through it. So for those of you that don't know, I experienced a miscarriage. Um, Well, let's see. I found out about it (laughs) before Christmas, but the miscarriage happened after Christmas. Um, I, surprise, was pregnant. (laughs) And um, I felt pregnant. I had no symptoms of not being pregnant and um, Mark and I went to our 12-week appointment and unfortunately they couldn't find a heartbeat and we were rushed right over to an ultrasound where we found out that the baby stopped growing um, a little bit before nine weeks, which was really, really, really devastating. Um, we had actually already had an ultrasound at about eight weeks and um, had heard the heartbeat, so it was shocking. I knew, of course, about first trimester loss and how that was very, um, prevalent. But I think since I thought, you know, I heard the heartbeat, I think I thought we were in the clear. So it was hard and, um, shocking and something, honestly, that I'm still trying to digest. Um, and I think one of the harder parts about it is, of course, you lost a baby, and you know you you have plans and hopes and dreams and desires for that life, um, and that's not going to happen. And also, you have to go through a physical process um, of miscarrying the baby. You know, I didn't, like I said, have any signs of miscarriage, so we had to make a decision on how we wanted to proceed with that, and. Um, we chose the long route <laughs> in um, in, re- in, um, in the moment, I didn't realize it would be long, um, but we chose to let my body miscarry naturally, which took about a week and a half for that to get started with the helping hand of my amazing acupuncturist and a homeopathic doc that I was working with. who we were just so, 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 so supportive. And, um, I was really blessed and lucky and thankful for it to happen naturally. Um, but I didn't know how long miscarriage was and how painful miscarriage was physically and emotionally. And, um, I know everyone's different. Miscarriage is something that's not often talked about or shared about. So if you Google, you don't get that much, you get some stuff, but not really the real insight of what people are going through. Um, so I'm actually still kind of going through that physical process, which seems to be taking forever, (laughs) but I am happy to say that, um, I'm not really in pain anymore and all of that. So that's a good thing. Um, you know, this was one of the first times I ever took a break from my business. I got the news, um, late on a Tuesday night and I just, I barely could even comprehend it that day and even the next day. And I, I knew that there was absolutely no way that I could function to show up. Um, and you, and you guys in my Facebook group community were just so freaking um, amazing at understanding and accepting and supporting, And as were my clients. And I'm just so grateful for you all for that because, you know, I think as solo entrepreneurs or even just as people these days it's not often honored to take a break and you know my husband doesn't get any time off for a miscarriage with his job and you know that's hard and it's almost impossible to explain what you feel when you when you when you go through one and all of the emotions that come up and all of the fear that I had with going through the physical aspect as well—it was a lot. So I gave myself permission to take a break and take a hiatus and really take care of myself. And um, it was—it was hard you know, I think sometimes when we think, oh, I'm going to unplug and take a break, it's going to be like this magical Fiji (laughs) vacation. (laughs) But, you know, we're human and I had things I wanted to do that I wasn't able to do. And, um, you know, no energy to act on these ideas. (laughs) So it was interesting and it continues to be interesting. And, um, I uh, I mentioned a couple times in the Facebook group that I actually experienced all of this at my parents' house. I left my parent, I left my house um, early a Tuesday I believe morning in November pregnant <laughs> and uh, we were having some work done on our house and I have chemical sensitivity so I had to leave the house and I got some new appliances for inside of the house which smelled very badly of an oven stove and microwave that didn't allow me to move back in and then once we found out about the miscarriage it just was like I needed the support I needed to be around people um I think even honestly my husband needed the support you know (laughs) he was so good in being there for me during it but it's always nice to have an extra set of hands (laughs) and an extra, you know, um, body and voice to support you. So I came back home last weekend when I was, when I'm recording this, that was last weekend. Anyways, when you're listening, it'll probably be a little bit more than that because I'm guessing it's going to take me a while to get this out because I'm moving slowly these days. (laughs) Um, but I came home last weekend, and I thought, oh my god, this is going to be so hard. You know, I, I I left my house pregnant. I thought I'd be even more pregnant now, and instead I'm, I miscarried the baby. And, you know, it's actually been kind of nice being home, um, settling back in. My house is like a disaster. <laughs> Mark is a great guy, but not exactly an organized guy. So that'll be happening little by little. Um, but you guys, I just think it's really important to honor grief and loss in our lives, whether that's the loss of a person or a job or an idea or a baby that wasn't born yet, or, um, even just, you know, a dream that you had for yourself. I think a lot of times we just press the go button and think the go button needs to be on, um, at all times. And that is, not the case. And so I really want to be an example for those of you that need permission to follow your own rhythm and follow your own pace and take a break when and if you need it, because we're human. And it was reminding me, I'm blanking on who said the quote, but it's like, you know, a flower doesn't bloom all year round. And it's so, um, synchronistic that this is happening in the winter for me because you know the winter is such a hibernating time like a time where we're not super productive a time that we're going to bed at (laughs) seven o'clock at night and waking up at seven o'clock in the morning um you know it's really a time to go in and heal and so we can bloom in the spring and I think in the past I wouldn't have given myself permission to take a break and you know what's interesting is if if I wasn't physically incapable of showing up because of the pain I was going through, y'all, miscarrying is not a heavy period. It is freaking painful. (laughs) It is like labor pains. I've never given birth, but uh, I asked a few people and it sounds like what I experienced. So, um, you know, and then um, right after the main attraction of the miscarriage, I got this insane migraine headache from the hormone dip, which was its own beast in itself, which was just hard. And um, where I'm getting at is like, it was physically incapable for me to show up, which, which made me stop and which made me evaluate. And honestly, I didn't feel like I had a choice. It was, it was take a break. There was no Option to show up. The, the wheels were not turning in my mind. <laughs> um, and I think sometimes the universe forces us to take a break when we need it, whether that's a physical thing, a sickness, a hardship, a loss, whatever it is. And it's really painful. And I think we don't talk about it a lot for whatever reason. You know, when I first found out about the miscarriage, I was really ashamed. I was really really embarrassed you know I've had health problems in the past and I thought great everybody's gonna think you know Liz can't carry a healthy baby even though this had nothing to do with me and everything to do with the baby's chromosomes not lining up and whatnot (laughs) Um, and I got a really great pep talk from my mom in the beginning of not feeling ashamed and sharing my story because people don't talk about it and how this is something that needs to be talked about and how I can be a, one of those voices speaking out and speaking up. So that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm sharing this with you guys. I know you're probably like, Whoa, <laughs> actually, I don't know what you're like. Maybe you're not. <laughs> um, but obviously this is something that you know, if I had chosen, I could have hidden and said something else or not shared about it on the podcast and just gotten back to my normal activities. But that didn't feel right for me. I think with loss and with grief, we, we, we get changed on the inside, maybe even on the outside, and in especially in my case. Um, and I think that takes time to integrate and time for us to know what we want to do with that, but I think it's really important for us to honor it, and I feel those changes happening inside of me. You know, this put things into a really good perspective for me, Um, really focusing on like what's important and slowing me down in a way that I haven't slowed down in in the recent years and months, and although it's incredibly painful and hard and I'm still even trying to like grasp oh my god like you know I lost a baby um I see blessings in it it's sometimes hard to see those blessings but I see them and I think we need to honor those as well because you know not everything in a situation is always bad I think we're really quick to be black and white And they're so often gray that I think we need to really look at that and lean into that and, you know, uncover the meaning for ourselves in that. And I'm slowly, slowly, slowly doing that. And it's it's a painful and a beautiful process. And, you know, I think when we run our own business, it's really easy to get caught up in productivity and doing things and making money and... Um, you know, doing the things we did the day before or continuing to do the things that we used to do. And I want to encourage you guys to reevaluate what you're doing. You know, maybe you've had something, some experience in your life that's kind of stopped you or shifted you or, or woken you up or opened your eyes. And I really, 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 really want to encourage you to sit with that and be with that. Instead of just numbing it out or picking up your phone or doing the thing just because you did it before, you know, I think, um, I think we can use these times of pain to really grow. And that's really, really what I'm trying to do through this. If you're in my Facebook group, you saw me post about, um, your relationship with social media. I don't know, maybe it was a week or two ago. And the reason that I posted that is because I've been really, really, (laughs) really evaluating or reevaluating my relationship with my phone and my computer and social media. And I'm realizing that it was unhealthy. And I wouldn't even say I'm the person that's going to pick up my phone when I'm with other people. You know, it's not even like it's quote unquote that bad, but it's just not what I want. And I think that's what's important here hold on, I need a, I need a water break. (laughs) I still haven't gotten any straws. Although I am happy to tell you that my wisdom teeth holes have healed quite nicely. Maybe slate and dense now that I'm checking them out. Um, (laughs) so I think this can be tricky. You know, what do we do when we're experiencing hardship and we have a business and no one else is going to run the business for us when we're gone? Um, You know, I used to have this fear that it was a business or my health. There was never both. And when I started this business, it was a real big goal of mine to always have both and always prioritize both if, you know, if both felt good. And so when I had the options that I could choose to use to miscarry, I know not everyone is blessed with taking the time that I did and waiting for their body to um, respond naturally and I know that I'm really blessed to be able to do that but I also made the choices and set myself up for that experience in the choices that I made and I want to encourage you guys to really 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 get honest with yourself about what's important You know, it's making me think of those shiny social media posts that we see. And sometimes I think we forget and buy into them and think that's what we want. And I think so often if we're honest with ourselves, that's not what we want. You know, most of us just want to be happy, healthy, and content. Or at least that's what I want. (laughs) And I think so often we think that something's going to bring that to us, right? I've really, really been leaning into this. Um, I used to be in um, a membership group with Tosha Silver, and she's just amazing in so many ways. And one way and one thing that I really learned from her and continue to try to practice is like, How can I feel whole with or without this? And you know, those—that's something I really, really um, asked myself through this process. Because you never know what's going to happen. You know, I could have stepped away from my business and it could have crumbled. I didn't think it would, but you never know. And I asked myself, you know, can I be whole with or without this? Can I feel okay? Can I be happy with myself? Can I be content inside? And the answer is yes. And the harder one that I think as a woman in her mid-30s, uh, as I try to grasp with, is, okay, can I be whole with or without a baby or with or without this baby or, you know, with or without fill in the blank? I think so often we get like so freaking attached to our desires and the universe has a different plan. And I think we need to exercise the trust muscle more here, right? Like really, can you trust? Not just the like, oh, okay, I'll trust while things are going well, but can you trust when things suck, right? Can you trust in like the hardest times? Can you trust in the lowest times? Can you trust when you have no idea what to do, but you're just trusting that you'll, you'll, it'll unfold. It'll come to you. And that's, that's kind of where I was and where I continue to be at in some moments, some moments, um, you know, like anything else, like time makes it easier. So some moments it's like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I trust And others. It's like WTF. <laughs> How do I do this and that? Um, and I think when we do experience loss, We so often want to put like a time limit on it, right? Like we want, oh, I'll just do it until this day and then after this day I'll be fine. And that's not what happens at all, right? Grief is messy. It doesn't have a timeline. You know, my grandma died like 10 years ago and there's still times when I'm just so heartbroken over that. And I think that will always be the case. And I think that's healthy, right? I think we want to feel the feelings, and feeling the feelings can really fuel us and guide us to where we're supposed to be. You know, I think there's something that who knows maybe I you know I'm called to share and maybe someone on this podcast has had a miscarriage and they're like oh my god me too or oh my god my sister or oh my god you know my mom or whatever had a miscarriage I just really felt called to share it and be honest with you guys and really normalize it for everyone because it is part of life you know I was reading a lot about miscarriage and grieving and there was some really great quotes about like with life there's death and how we're just not used to that anymore right like death is kind of hidden from us and we're kind of thought that we can just bounce back or take a medic medication or you know have a procedure for that and that's not always the case and I really learned that we're not in control and that we're not in control with our businesses or you know with life a lot of the time or any of the time (laughs) you know I'm really learning that that's okay and if we can learn to let it be okay and to be rather than do all of the time some really beautiful things can unfold So that's what I want to leave you guys with. I'm sure more of my story will come out as um, we continue the podcast, as we continue chatting together in the online space. If you feel called and you have a story similar to mine, I would so love to hear it. You know, you can email me, liz at lizlacqua.net. You can drop it in the Resilient and Inspired Entrepreneur Facebook group. I've noticed one thing that I've really just been like craving is reading other people's stories and seeing that, um, you know, other people went through this. Mis- miscarriage can be so lonely and that's a commitment I made that it doesn't have to be, right? Like we go through life together. There's pain And we experience that together. It might look different. Your pain might look different than my pain, but we all have challenges. And I think uh, the more we talk about them, the more we heal and the more we let it be okay. So that's what I got for you guys today. I am so thankful for your patience, um, the messages I received, the outpouring of love all of that, just, I'm just so freaking grateful for you guys. So thank you. I'm so looking forward to being back. I recorded a lot of episodes, um, in like November and December that I haven't gotten to air with you guys yet. So look forward to those. I'm really excited to share those with you guys and, um, keep me posted.